He's gonna go! He's at the 50! He's at the 40! He's at the 30! School's out! This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Catches! Foot in! Touchdown! This is Jeff Tedford. This is Mike Bobo. Fakes it, now has a blocker, runs out toward the right side, tries to dive for the pylon! This is Bob Davey. This is Matt Wells. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Looks, throws, end zone, touchdown! This is Nick Rulovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada. This is Rocky Long. He's got a receiver across the middle, fighting for the end zone. Oh, man. This is Brent Brennan. This is Tony Sanchez. He's to the goal line, and he's in for six. This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West. And you're listening to. You are listening to. And you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. Here we go. Welcome into the Week 7 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. Conference play is in full swing here in the Mountain West, and the story so far has been the depth in the West Division. Hawaii leading the West with a 3-0 record in conference, 6-1 overall. Both Fresno State and San Diego State have gotten off to 1-0 starts in conference, both winning on the road in Week 6. Fresno State 21-3 at Nevada and San Diego State with that 19-13 upset win on the blue turf at then 24th ranked Boise State. In the Mountain Division, both Utah State and New Mexico 1-0 to start conference play. Boise State and Colorado State both now 1-1. In the National Polls, San Diego State, Utah State, Hawaii all getting votes in the AP poll. Those three teams also getting votes in the coaches poll along with Boise State and Fresno State. Coming up on this week's show, an extended conversation with New Mexico head coach Bob Davey about the win at UNLV last Saturday and the evolution of that Lobo offense here in 2018. But up first, we look back on week six around the conference. It's the week seven edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other. A belief that says, let's do this. A shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. A bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. Gather your family and friends and get to Las Vegas for the biggest NCAA basketball championship in the nation. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships, March 10th to 16th at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. For tickets, contact your favorite Mountain West Institution's athletic box office. And for more information, visit themw.com slash 2019. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Basketball Championships. Be a part of history. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Matt Wells, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. 
Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Recapping week six around the Mountain West, let's start last Friday night in Provo. Utah State gets an early defensive score on their way to blowing out BYU. Mangum waiting. This time, fakes the handoff, wants to throw. Intercepted by Utah State. Here we go. To the 50, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 20, 10, 5. Tipanoli holds up the ball and says, that is a Utah State touchdown. Scott Garrard from Learfield. Utah State wins 45-20. They're 4-1. Jordan Love throws four touchdown passes, runs for one more. He's your Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week. Saturday in Reno, Marcus McMarion and Fresno State keep on rolling. Jordan Mims in a tailback. Dogs in field goal range now. They fake the end around to Jordan. McMarion to throw. Wide open. Wide open at the 10 and going all the way into the end zone. Keyshawn Johnson. Paul Leffler on 940 ESPN in Fresno. Bulldogs a 21-3 road win at Nevada. McMarion throws a pair of touchdown passes. Fresno State 4-1 on the year. The big one, San Diego State at Boise State. Rocky Long's team banged up, but their defense dominates, and the Aztecs would get the big play in the fourth quarter. Going to pitch it out, pull the guard, pull the tackle, get upfield. 45, 50, foot race, far side. Can he go? 20, hit, still on his feet. Touchdown, Aztecs. Jordan Bird. Breaks the big one when they don't have a Jawan Washington. Ted Leitner on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. San Diego State opens conference with a 19-13 road win on the blue turf. Wyoming at Hawaii. No Cole McDonald for Hawaii. No problem. And now he fakes and he's in trouble, but he's got to get away. He's throwing a deep ball. Has JoJo Ward. Touchdown, Hawaii! Oh, man! Bobby Curran on ESPN 1420. Rainbow Warriors win 17-13 behind true freshman Chavin Cordero. Air Force handles Navy 35-7. Colorado State holds on to win at San Jose State 42-30. And New Mexico a 50-14 road win at UNLV. Lobos head coach Bob Davey joins us next after these words from your local station. This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Bob Davey, head coach of the New Mexico Lobos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. The New Mexico Lobos opened conference play last Saturday with an impressive showing, beating UNLV 50-14 on the road in Las Vegas. New Mexico now 3-2 on the year. They get set for a critical Mountain Division showdown Saturday afternoon at Colorado State. Joining us right now in his seventh season at New Mexico, head coach Bob Davey. Coach, welcome back to the show. How are you? Nate, good to be with you, man. Coach, it is often said that the measure of a football team is how they respond to adversity. What did you make of the way that your team bounced back from a tough home loss against Liberty to then go on the road and execute in every phase to earn a very impressive road win at UNLV? You know, I think that's a good point, uh, Nate. You know, the, you know, and I said after the Liberty game, though, quite honestly, that you know we're going to have a lot of Liberties left on our schedule. Uh, Liberty was a good football team, particularly their offensive team. Uh, you know, we were down 42 to 10, uh, got it back to uh, 49, 42 uh, with three minutes left in the game uh, against Liberty. So we had a great second half comeback, uh, but there's no question that we rebounded. You know, we've had some early season issues like a lot of teams, 
uh, as you know, our starting two, our first two quarterbacks have been out uh, really since the first game. And we've gone with our third quarterback here, Sharon Jones, who has made progress. Uh, also keep in mind that UNLV played without their quarterback, Armani Rogers. So it was a tale of two teams playing with backup quarterbacks. Uh, we probably had an advantage because we had a two-week period where we knew we had our backup quarterback was going to be our guy. But it was a good win. There was no question it was a rebound. And, uh, you know, now it's on to Colorado State for sure. The conditions were not easy Saturday in Las Vegas. That desert wind is no joke. How did you and your staff manage the play calling from quarter to quarter, really in all three phases, to overcome that challenge? Yeah, I think that's a great point, Nate. It, it was The wind was significant, and it was coming out of the uh, – out of the north, I believe. And, you know, they won the toss and deferred, which made me nervous right away. We would have done the same thing. So we were going into the wind in the first quarter. And a big part of the first quarter, a big part of our successes in, in the game was we kept the ball for about 12 minutes in the first quarter. They only had the ball for three minutes. And, and that was a combination of a couple things. Number one, we were able to run the ball make some first downs. You know, we didn't score until the first play of the second quarter, but we did make first downs. We did run the ball, but we were able to stop them on defense too. You know, I think we went about eight possessions of three and out in that game on defense. So uh, first of all, controlling the first quarter, because it was really howling. And even though it was nothing, nothing at the end of the first quarter, you felt like that was a win. Uh, Then we scored 29 points in the second quarter. And then our decision at halftime, you know, as you know, they're going to take the ball. It's their decision in the second half. We took the wind, you know, because I didn't want them to get any momentum at all in that third quarter. And that worked out pretty good for us. But uh, there's no question that you were going to throw it more with the wind than you were into the wind. It wreaked havoc in the kicking game a little bit. You know, we had a 13-yard punt. Um, it caused UNLV some problems, even with the wind. You know, their they're, they're they're snapper – uh, just on offense, you know, their, their shotgun snapper had some errant snaps. So it was definitely a factor in the game. And, uh, you know, but the first quarter being able to keep the ball 12 minutes was huge. And Sharon Jones got going in that second quarter. He throws four touchdown passes for the game. He's also your leading rusher in the win. What has the process been for Sharon to get to this point from third string to starter to confidently leading this spread offense and making plays? Um, you know, I think that's a great question. You know, Sharon was supposed to be here last January, and there was a mistake made with an academic issue. It wasn't his mistake. Uh, so it was a setback. He, he wasn't here in January, didn't get here till the summer. So he gets here in June. Then we go into training camp, and Sharon pulls his hamstring the first scrimmage, a significant hamstring pull. So he's out probably two and a half weeks so he doesn't get camp. Uh, Tavaka Toyota is our starter in the first game. Colton Gerhardt goes down in the first game. You know, we get ahead, we put him in, he hurts his, he hurts his foot. Then the, at the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter against Wisconsin, the next week, Tavaka goes down. So now Sharon plays three quarters of Wisconsin game without many reps. Uh, it has been a kind of an enjoyable thing to watch because he does have talent. He's got arm strength. He can take off and run with it. He's playing faster. You know, he's playing faster, and he's able to to make decisions now to where 
you know, when you're sitting in the press box or you're watching the tape, it's where you want the ball to go as a coach against the right coverages. And now that's where he's putting the ball. So uh, he came off a four-interception game against Liberty and did not turn the ball over against UNLV. So, you know, it, it's, it was the tale of two backup quarterbacks playing in Las Vegas, and our guys had more time to get prepared probably than UNLV's guys, to be quite honest. And it was a balanced offensive attack, 250 yards passing, 252 yards rushing against UNLV. Coach, those numbers would have been shocking at New Mexico in previous years, but not so much this year with Calvin McGee taking over as the offensive coordinator, introducing more traditional spread concepts. What was the process by which we got here? New Mexico is now a team that can still run the ball, but also beat you in the air. Well, to be quite honest, you know, we we, we wanted to be about 30 to 35 percent of what we've done in the past. You know, still have triple, uh, don't rely on triple, and have the spread concepts to keep them spread out and get the ball out on the perimeter when people wouldn't let us run triple. And that would be an unbelievable comp- uh, a scheme. Um, but with losing the two quarterbacks, now you're down to Sharon, and then we have a true freshman, Trey Hall, as the backup. So even though we wanted to kind of transition into the spread more by keeping what we've done so successful, 30% of it or so, we've had to kind of abandon that because of the injury situation. You know, you can't be running a lot of triple. You can't be running a lot of predetermined quarterback runs when you're down two quarterbacks. So it's kind of escalated the process of the true triple. It's puts, it's taxed us, you know, it's taxed our offensive line. Um, we're not really prepared to do the spread as much as we're doing. Um, but it's been pretty good. Um, you know, even in the UNLV game, you probably noticed we brought Pat Reed, who came here as a quarterback, who's a wide receiver. We put him in and probably had five snaps of Pat Reed at quarterback mm-hmm. to get a little more of the quarterback run game. But, you know, it's exciting to think about if we can get some quarterbacks healthy, what the total package is going to look like. Um, but you do have to be impressed with the evolution we've made just on the things you're talking about, of being able to throw the ball and put the ball on the perimeter more. More with New Mexico head coach Bob Davey looking ahead to this Saturday's critical Mountain Division showdown with Colorado State. That's next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Tony Sanchez, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. Gather your family and friends and get to Las Vegas for the biggest NCAA basketball championship in the nation. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships, March 10th to 16th at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. For tickets, contact your favorite Mountain West Institution's athletic box office. And for more information, visit the MW.com slash 2019. The 2019 Air Force Reserve Mountain West Basketball Championships. Be a part of history. 
there's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is Mike Bobo, head coach of the Colorado State Rams. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our conversation with New Mexico head coach Bob Davey, coming off last Saturday's 50-14 road win at UNLV. Defensive side of the ball, the Rebels managed all of 43 yards on the ground, nearly 300 below their season average coming in. Certainly not having Armani Rogers on the field, that's a huge factor, but you still have to be pleased with the physicality of the guys up front to keep Lexington Thomas and the rest of the Rebels really bottled up in the run game. Yeah, it was, um, you know, obviously you think going into the game that Lexington Thomas is going to carry it 30 to 35 times. Um, you know, that that didn't happen. We did play the run pretty good, you know, and you hit the nail on the head. I mean, with Armani Rogers, you've got the best running back on the field in there at quarterback. I mean, the guy just is so explosive and so fast and so hard to tackle that it definitely did help us. But again, we we made improvement, you know, we're making improvement on defense and, uh, you know, it was part of it, but I, I do think we played our best game on defense so far this season up in uh, Las Vegas. I want to ask you about your senior right guard, Aaron Jenkins. He's a team captain. He has a chance to break the New Mexico school record for most games played as a Lobo by the end of this season. Uh, his mom, Lisa, is battling breast cancer. She had a chance to travel to Las Vegas to see Aaron and the Lobos play last Saturday at UNLV. How has Aaron endured through all this adversity and not only gotten by but thrived as one of the all-time Ironmen in the history of New Mexico football? You know, it's a unique story, and I'll give you one example of that. This doesn't happen many times, but, you know, Aaron is from inner city Dallas, you know, DISD, Dallas Independent School District. And I went in his home for his official visit back, you know, I guess five years now. And his mom is a music director in the Dallas School District. And they had a song, you know, that he had wrote for his mom. And in the home, um, you know, she played the piano and Aaron sang this song back on his home visit to just give you the idea of what kind of relationship they have and what kind of family that is. Um, so it has been a tough experience uh, for Aaron. You know, publicly people know his mom has been battling breast cancer. Um, she's an unbelievable lady. You know, I, I talk to her at times, and her whole concern is that the focus is not on her, but on Aaron continuing to have success. And he's done a tremendous balancing job of that. And he is, he is how you draw him up now. He, he is the true student athlete. Uh, you know, he had committed to Rice, and we were able to kind of pry him loose from Rice. Uh, Texas Tech came in late on him. The kind of kid he is, once he committed and said he was coming to New Mexico, though, he stuck with it. And uh, it, it's been a unique journey. And I'll tell you, like I said, Nate, you, 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 if you had all Aaron Jenkins, 
you'd win a lot of games, and this would be an unbelievable profession to be in if you were coaching all Aaron Jenkins. Now. That's good stuff, Coach. And now Aaron Jenkins and the Lobos this Saturday in Fort Collins. It's been a while since New Mexico beat Colorado State. When there's that kind of track record of – a lack of success against a particular opponent. Are there common threads you can point to over the course of this losing streak when you can say that's where Colorado State gives us problems? Absolutely. You know, we have – they've beat us eight straight seasons. You know, they, since we've been here, they've beat us six. Uh, last year it was 27-24. There's been a couple competitive games, you know, where they could have gone either way. Uh, but the truth is they dominated us – offensively you know their offense has pounded us we've moved the ball we've scored points on colorado state uh, but they have manhandled us particularly running the football over the years you know a couple years ago they had a running back uh run for 290 yards against us bibs Uh, the very next year kid ran i think for 220 on us one year they rushed for 400 yards had three running backs rush for over 100 Two of them that are still there. You know, the only one that graduated was Darrell, Darren Dawkins, mm-hmm. uh, number one. They have manhandled us and run the football on us. Um, they're big. They're big at every position, not just offensive line. Big tight ends, big wide receivers. Uh, Izzy Matthews is a big back. Um, if you put one thread through it, like you asked, they have manhandled us physically and just been a much bigger, stronger football team than us. All right, Coach, last thing. Conference play is in full swing. What has stood out to you about the Mountain West Conference here in 2018? First thing, Rocky Long continues to do it. To go up to Boise and hold them to 229 yards is unbelievable. Uh, Second thing, I've watched a lot of Hawaii on tape. On offense, Hawaii is really good and really well coached. Uh, Fresno, uh, to me, Fresno should have beaten Minnesota. I watched a little bit of that game. Uh, Boise is Boise. Uh, Utah State, who their schedule, who they've played, has been very impressive. Uh, I'm probably leaving someone out. Uh, it is a very, very competitive league, and uh, there's going to be a lot of close games in this conference coming up. I, I, I guarantee that. All right. Well, we got one coming up on Saturday, 2 o'clock in Fort Collins, New Mexico at CSU, Mountain Division Showdown, New Mexico head coach Bob Davey. Coach, a pleasure as always. Thank you so much, and congratulations on beating UNLV. Best of luck the rest of the way. Well, Nate, man, thank you, and you do a great job with these. I mean, and I'm not saying that we may not even be on air right now. I don't really care. You do a tremendous job with these interviews, and I appreciate the quality of your work, and I mean that. Coach, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We'll preview the entire Week 7 schedule around the Mountain West next after these words from your local station. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Oh, we have a fun Week 7 ahead in the Mountain West with five games in conference play starting in primetime Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Air Force visits San Diego State on CBS Sports Network. That Falcons ground game in for a challenge. The Aztecs second nationally in defending the run, allowing only 62 yards per game on the ground. 
The Saturday slate starts at 12.30 Pacific with non-conference action. San Jose State takes on Army at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara on ESPNU and the Watch ESPN app. It's the first ever meeting between the Spartans and the Black Knights. Then kicking off at 2 p.m. Mountain Time, UNLV at Utah State. Stream that game on Facebook Live. A win at home would give Utah State their first 5-1 and one start since 1978. For UNLV quarterback Armani Rogers remains out indefinitely with a toe injury. Also at Two Mountain, a Mountain Division showdown with Bob Davies' New Mexico Lobos visiting Colorado State on AT&T Sports Network. Homecoming in Fort Collins, CSU has an eight-game win streak over the Lobos dating back to 2010. Three games on the evening slate here in Week 7. Hawaii travels to the mainland to face BYU on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app at 8.15 Mountain. That's 4.15 in the afternoon Hawaii time. No update on the status of Rainbow Warriors quarterback Cole McDonald as of Tuesday evening, though Nick Rolovich says the injury is, quote, not going to be really long-term, close quote. If McDonald cannot go, then true freshman Chavin Cordero would get his second straight start. Boise State looking to bounce back on the road at Nevada on CBS Sports Network. Kickoff set for 7.30 Pacific, 8.30 Mountain. Broncos senior quarterback Brett Rippon, 15th nationally with 1,559 passing yards on the year. He's 1,256 passing yards away from becoming the Mountain West's all-time career leader in that category. And finally, also 7.30 Pacific, 8.30 Mountain Wyoming at Fresno State on ESPNU and the Watch ESPN app. Matchup to watch is that Bulldogs ground game against a tough Wyoming defense. Fresno State rushing for only 30 yards in the win last week at Nevada. Wyoming holding opponents to just 3.8 yards per carry. And that will do it for the Week 7 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. Thanks for listening. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here. Right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.